All right, friends, we are thrilled to kick off this podcast series, Finish Well, Start Strong. We're talking, yeah, about doing just that. What does it look like for us to end this year with some intention and start the next one with some clarity, some vision? And listen, because we're honest gals, we're going to tell you we're coming in hot. Like we're not, we're not, we're not our tidiest, shiniest selves today, are we, Kanisha? We're definitely not going to do that. No, no. So I want to say that up front to say, if you are like, I'm exhausted, I'm worn out, I'm discouraged, I'm defeated. In Jesus name, you get to be here. You get to be here. This is not the podcast episode for the girls who are like, I have my vision board already created. I checked off all my goals for this year. This is for the girl who's like, I'm a little defeated. I'm a little discouraged. And I don't want to stay that way. Yes. Sign me up. I love it. All right. So let me start with that. How did you start 2021? How did you feel coming into this year? In a puddle of tears. I mean, that's how I started 21. <laughs> I mean, is that, am I making too light of it? I think. No. I think that legitimately, you know, I'm sure that sentiment resonates with some of the girls out there. Like coming out of 2020 into 21, and now 21 into 22. I think that I am hopeful. Yeah. But this year and last year were just really difficult years. I don't know how, I mean, I can't sugarcoat it. I I cannot, I refuse to sugarcoat it. They were really difficult years. However, there is hope. Yeah. We have our anchor and that's not to sound cliche, but that is literally, I am holding on to the anchor that is Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior today. So good. I'll tell you, you know how there were like a million memes around January that were like, not everything's just going to change when it turns January 1. Like, yes. I actually was like, watch me. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> I actually felt like it's going to feel totally different. And I think part of that for me is that the way God works with me is that I do, I am a goal girl. If you've listened to the podcast, people will know. And I'm like a, I'm the kind of gal who marks her years by either my birthday or the new year. And I felt like God had been so clear with me about a lot of things for 2020. Like for example, for us, it was supposed to be our sabbatical year. There were all these things that were supposed to happen. And then I felt like he was being so clear with me about 2021 that I did feel like, all right, at least in my own soul, a page is turning, you know? And even if the outside circumstances don't change, the way I respond to them is going to be be changing. So I felt a lot of shift at the beginning of 2021. But I do feel a fatigue mm-hmm. at the end of 2021 that I am that I just want to be vulnerable with, you know, and honest with. Yeah, honestly, Jess, I feel like I mean, maybe this is projection, not hopefully not too much projection, but we both have communities that we are we steward, right? And I'd say this is actually not projection. What I am seeing, in my DMs, what I'm seeing in the comment section, and what I'm seeing in my email inbox is that people also out there are fatigued. Like women are fatigued. And we could go through the litany of reasons as to why that could be. But the honest question or the honest answer, I think, is maybe in light of 
what we're talking about today, which is goal setting and how that relates to following Jesus, essentially. Like, I think my question becomes like, why are we so fatigued? Like, maybe that's one of the questions we can answer today and we can kind of dive into is, is why are we so fatigued? Why do you think we're so fatigued? I mean, I, I don't want you to get too transparent here, but, you know, I can answer the question. I won't ask you to answer it. I'll answer it for myself first. For me, I think that looks a lot like not looking to Jesus as much as or as often as I can. I was going to say I should, but no shame. (laughs) As often as I can. And so I think when I think about 2022, I'd like to vision out and proposition myself to think more about how I can look to Jesus more in 22 and look at myself less, look at what's happening around me less than I have, than I did in 21 or 20 and 21. I agree. I would actually would say very similarly that one of my goals for 2021 was get a bigger view of God. That's what I said, like get a bigger view of God. And I would say it's one of the goals that I have some regret about not taking some steps on things I wanted to do, like take a once a quarter or twice a year, like silent retreat for two days. I wanted to find a spiritual director, you know, someone to kind of check in with me about my soul. And those are some things I didn't make moves on that now at the end of the year, I'm like to do life well, I needed to have a bigger view of God. And just by bigger, I mean, like, right, I needed to take him in more. I needed to take in the sight of him more than I did. I'll also tell you, I think I'm like, God's starting to talk to me about 2022. And the phrase that keeps coming up is mind your own business. And I think- No, I'm a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's talking to me about minding my own business and even how I think for a lot of women, I want to just speak to this for a lot of women, even like thinking about minding our own business, maybe pre 2020 or even the years before that might've been like pretending that other people didn't have issues or struggles or that we weren't even potentially complicit in them. And that's obviously not what I'm saying. I think God's saying like, there's a lot you can handle here. Like there's a lot you can take care of here. There's a lot you can repent of from here, but you have actually got to mind what you can do and what you can impact and start to let go of what you can't. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think God changes our business too. Yeah. Yeah. Like what was our business five years ago is not our business today. Speaking of mission, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes that shifts and pivots as well. So it's like always, always on the lookout for that pivot because it seems like God's kind of into those. He really, I think in the best ways, because there's nothing better than getting new business, you know? I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> I think getting new business. With that in mind, how do we look at God make him bigger, magnify him and what he's calling us to without, like you said, being complicit, becoming complicit, but also like not dismissing what's in front of us, but also like acknowledging it, but not magnifying it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I have one idea and it is really simple. I mean, it's really simple. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm reading this book on the fear of the Lord. I'm not going to share the name of the book because I'm not sure it's good yet that I want to share it. I will, I'll share it on my Instagram if I get through it and decide I want to, you know, endorse for other people to read. But I'm reading this book on the fear of the Lord right now. And literally the whole first chapter is about how big space is and about how small like cells the are. The universe. Ah, it's just so great. Like, for example, okay, quick science lesson. Did you know that <laughs> falling stars are not falling stars? I've heard that before, but I don't remember what they are. So educate me. Well, because stars do fall, like they burn out of existence, but it would take so long for us to see a a like a star falling. So for example, like we are still, this is true. This is science. <laughs> we are still literally like I'm blown already and you haven't even finished the sentence. So we are still seeing stars right now that may have burned out of existence when Moses was on the earth. Because I know because of light years and how long it takes for light to reach the earth. We're still seeing. Wow. Yeah. Dead, like dead stars, essentially. Wait, there's a sermon in there. There is a sermon. I know. <laughs> so I'm literally reading this book, but of course it starts with the stars and, and then it like moves all the way, you know, to atoms and cells and like understanding how small an atom is and how small a cell is. And then somewhere in there, you know, is like Psalm 112. Like, what is man that you are mindful of him? Yes. Yes. That you have crowned him, meaning mankind, meaning us with glory and honor. Like what is man that you are mindful of him? So all that being said, my really simple, like part of it is like, I just wonder if we need to spend more time in what leaves us in awe of God, because that is also that worship is what strengthens us to hand the parts of our business that are hard. True. I do not disagree. And for me, I think that's very easy to do, which is why I'm really bad at goal setting. I'm really great at vision because vision doesn't require, in my opinion, a lot of work. It comes for me. It comes naturally for someone like me who is a, a dreamer, a visionary. I can see the picture. I can see it from beginning to end. Now, when you want to get down to like the goal setting and execution of those things, I'm going to need a team. So, yes. I agree with you on all of that. I think that that is what is required of us. It's a fun space for someone like me to be, is to sit in that and be in awe of his creation and in awe of who he is and just literally just think about him. Think about how majestic and wonderful he is. But I actually really sense that about you and it, the fruit of it is in your life. And also in that you're a very present person. Like when you're with someone, you are very present with them. You are very present with your own self. And yeah, I absolutely sense that about you. Okay. So like transitioning to our first topic, because so let's just say this, let's say if you're good at goals, if you're not good at goals, if you're tired, if you're exhausted, if you're discouraged, if you're defeated, if you're excited about next year, this is the spot for you. Over this three series episode, we're going to walk you through just a couple of different practices and thoughts. And we're going to obviously go very vulnerable with you. (laughs) (laughs) And we also have created a free 
PDF that we'll share with you at the end of podcast of how you can get that to kind of just help yourself at the end of this year, a free tool to just help you process a lot of what we're talking about. But here's where I want to start because this practice has actually changed my life. And so I want to talk about gratitude and about how gratitude helps us finish well and specifically finish this year well. And I want to just address the elephant in the room by saying like, I believe that gratitude is not the same thing as wide-eyed optimism. And I believe that gratitude is not even the same thing as positivity, but I believe the healthiest emotionally and spiritually and mentally people I know are people who engage in gratitude and who even in like really horrible seasons can say, here are the things in my life that I do not deserve that I want to thank God for. And I believe it's deeply spiritual because I don't think it's just saying like, I'm thankful for these things. It's saying like, I thank God for these things. And in light of the gospel, I know that like, he doesn't owe me anything, but he still gave me this. So I would also say, I perceive about you that you are a very grateful person. So number one, I'd love to hear what like gratitude looks like for you, but I'm also just curious, like, are there things in 2021 that you're specifically really grateful for? Yeah. Yeah. I think gratitude to me looks like reflection. Obviously, a lot of times I think I think about my childhood and I I can't help but go back to like old and songs that we sang when we were younger or when I was younger in church um, in youth choir. (laughs) And just that time and just thinking the one of the songs says thinking about all the things you've done for me, all the ways you've carried me through. And like, it was a song that my grandmother used to sing, like humming in the kitchen. And when I think about the goodness, right? Like when I think about the goodness, which sounds so simple, but when I, when I, Kanisha, when I think about the goodness of God, I can't help but be grateful. And goodness for me doesn't mean, it can mean I have a roof over my head and, you know, we have clothes and food and all those things. But I think just the ability to even have wonder for God and his creation, being grateful for the things around me that I get to see that are a part of his handiwork. Those are things that help me get into this position of gratitude. And so I guess that's kind of answering both of your questions. That's how I I position myself. But then also I am literally, as nerdy as it may sound, I'm literally grateful. We live in Seattle. We have mountains, snow-capped mountains. We have the most beautiful summers. We have, honestly, winters, yes, it's rainy and wet, but there's just something really beautiful about just even the process of the rain that we get throughout the year and knowing that it's feeding the ground and nourishing and just the spiritual parallel to that. So, yeah, I'm just thankful that we get to see. I mean, that's so crazy. I literally get chills as I think about it. But yeah, so it's just little simple things. It doesn't have to be for me these necessarily like these grandiose things that I'm thinking of. But yeah, that's what I'm grateful for and how I position myself to get into a, get an attitude of gratitude. (laughs) An attitude of gratitude going. (laughs) Hi gals, Caroline from Team Go and Tell Gals here. 
Listen, I love goal setting just as much as the next gal, but sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. Where do you start when you're working to cast a vision? Well, you've come to the right place because you're listening to this series, but I've got even greater news for you. We've created a simple, free goal setting guide to act as an aid as you listen to these episodes and think about the year ahead. It has three sections and a bonus resource to help you test out all the tips you're hearing in these episodes and get with God about your goals. Did I mention that it's free? Download at goandtellgals.com or at the link in the show notes. God is mighty in you, and I know he will bring glory through your goals. Can I tell you about this thing I did that really was a game changer for me this month? Tell me. Okay. So I started my Thanksgiving by, I had to get up at 6 a.m., you know, to make, to let the yeast rise, let let my biscuits rise. (laughs) (laughs) And so while I was waiting for my dough to rise, I made a 60-second reel of the past year and I, I thoroughly I, enjoyed it. Did I you see your cameo times. in it? I didn't. And I watched it three times. That's weird. You're okay, in it. I have to go back You're and watch like it. a split second. Yeah, go back and watch it. You're in it for like a split second. You're so cute. It's the sweetest thing. <laughs> well, I did that. And at first I was like, oh, this will be a cute idea. Like this is a cute internet idea. And then I got to like March in video and I was just weeping. I just was like, God, I didn't realize how many just short two, three, four or five second videos I have on my phone, but I have a lot. Apparently that's the thing I do. And I was overwhelmed. And there were short videos. Like there's one of my son tying his shoes. Aww. You know, because one morning he just looked so cute tying his shoes and I took a quick video of him. There was one, I actually didn't put this one in the reel because it was too raw. While recording it, I found this video of Nick when he was in the hospital in May when he was having heart issues. I mean, not not COVID, heart, yeah. Heart, yeah. Well, it was, it was heart stuff from COVID. Related. COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post-COVID heart stuff, we think. Yeah, there was Cannon tying his shoes. There was like Nick in the hospital. A lot of the videos were like times people thought they were taking a picture on my phone. They actually took a video, you know, something like that. And I just was overwhelmed. So I would say like on both ends of the spectrum, I think I probably need a little more of the big awe, space, wonder, less defined things. But taking off the small, simple oh my gosh, that happened. Like, or like I got through this hard conversation or, you know, just small little things like that. Doing that was so cathartic and worshipful for me to start off Thanksgiving. And I don't know if anyone else needs to hear that, but like, here's even an idea that we had to go and tell gals staff retreat that I took the girls away a few weeks ago. And we started off the retreat by just putting a huge piece of paper on the wall. And I just said like, all right, tell me everything good that's happened this Mm. year. It doesn't have to be business. It can be personal. It can be huge. It can be big. And it can be like deeply spiritual or deeply emotional. And we went for probably two hours And it was just one of those moments where you're like, all right, God has moved. God has moved. We wrote down people's names. I mean, at one point we we wrote down Caroline's yellow couch because one of our our team members like, yes, yeah, you know, God just like provided her this beautiful yellow couch. And so, yeah, I just want to encourage our gals that no matter what your 2021 has been like, 
whether it's just sitting in awe of all of it and like creation and the fact that God is real or whether it's getting really specific and strategic, I think counting the fruit and working through some rhythms of gratitude in some situation, in some way, shape or form is really, really, really healthy. Yes, I do not disagree with that at all. In thinking about how we can, those are some practical tools, right, that we can use in order to just begin to goal set, if you will. But let's just say we have our goals, they're written down, they are plain, and we're working ourselves through the year of 2022. What happens when we've prayed? We've aligned ourselves with the voice of God. And again, those things are written down and we are moving forward. What happens when we get to the end of 2022 and those things don't come to fruition? Those visions that Mm. we thought that we thought were planted by God, if you will, don't happen. Those things don't happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean... I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I have a couple. (laughs) I think I've had a couple moments in my life like this where I've really caught some vision. And I think it's good that we address this up front, like, right, even in episode one, because that I think is what keeps so many people from even asking God about their year, from setting a single goal. Because what if it doesn't happen? What if I don't do it? What if I'm not enough? What if he's not enough? What if I take a step forward and it's just not there? Like the net isn't there. And so I'll tell you this. I don't think I've ever shared this on the podcast, but the Lord knows I've shared it a million times in coaching. I think you know a good part of this for our story. So Nick and I, when we first felt called to church planting, when Nick first felt called, it was 2008. It was like winter 2008. And he came home and told me, God's asked me to plant a church. We're going to call it Gospel Community, and it's going to be in Boston, Massachusetts. And we fundraised for gospel community in Boston, Massachusetts. We probably took four or five like vision casting prayer trips to Charlestown in Boston. We would walk up and stand on Beacon Hill, look out over the city, pray over the city, feel all the things, feel all the feels. We both got Boston phone numbers. Nick changed his Instagram handle to Nick in Boston. Like we were in, right? And then by God's grace, that never came to fruition. And later, it wasn't like it was years later that we actually planted in Charleston, South Carolina. And for whatever reason, God has just always really protected me from feeling doubt about that. And instead, I've been so thankful that we got to fight for that city for that season, for whatever reason, that we got to like pray for that city, that we got that it felt so important to put our yes on the table. And so in that situation, I would say, I think for a lot of us, the experience is about the yes. It is about the faith to take the step. Now, on the flip side, I have this other scenario that I'll share with you, and then I want to hear your thoughts on it, absolutely. But on the flip side, okay, one of my 2021 goals, because again, big goal girl, one of my big 2021 goals was that I wanted to run 600 miles. Definitely. For me, it sounds ridiculous because I would die on the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had a whole plan and I've been a runner, you know, the last like 10 or so years of my life. So I had a plan. It wasn't like a not thought out goal, but it was an aggressive goal. So in 2020, I think I ran like a hundred miles and 
in 2021, I was going to run 600 miles. So it was going to be like a huge increase, but I had a plan. It was going to be wise. Well, we're filming this right now at like the very end of November, very beginning of December. And when it's all said and done, I'm going to have run 500 miles. I'll only have hit 500 miles. I always tell people. (laughs) (laughs) But I always tell people that I am a shoot for the stars, land in the moon kind of girl. And at the end of the day, I could get to December 31st and be like, oh, I only ran 500 miles. What a failure. Or I could be like, hold on one second. I ran 500 miles. I had 500 miles to talk to God. I had 500 miles to experience my own body. I had 500 miles of prayer and thinking and not thinking. And so all that being said, I think sometimes it's about the yes, it's about moving toward God. And I think sometimes when our goals don't come to fruition, it's about, you know, shooting for the, I can never remember, shoot for the moon, land in the stars, shooting for the moon and landing and, and saying like, okay, but it was 500 miles. Come on. You know, what do you think? I 100% agree with you on that. I'm going to be really vulnerable here. It makes me think about our last series on friendship where you said when you're an eight wing seven, you have to let people know you're being vulnerable so they can really appreciate it. So that's what I'm doing. Yes. We acknowledge (laughs) it. We hold it with you. So this is something that I actually have never mentioned publicly. And I've only actually talked about this with one other person in my life, that being my spouse. It's about my book. (laughs) So that, for those of you who don't know, my book came out of what I call obedience to God. I wrote a book and it released in 2019, the spring of 2019 called Restoration House. And I was so on board with this whole vision that we had set out for the message of Restoration House of this book. And I think I've journeyed through, this is like really, I just like, I feel like I should share this just because I think this is number one, it's going to help me. Number two, I know it's going to help someone else out there. I never asked to write a book. I was approached to write the book, correct? Right. So just with that as context. So as I'm journeying through the writing process for this book, I'm reminding God the entire time that I didn't ask to write this book. And I knew, and I know that he asked me, (laughs) you're laughing because you a hundred percent relate. I know that's why you're laughing. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And so I'm reminding him that this is my obedience to him, which is actually silly when you think about it, but you know, we do what we have to do in order to get through things sometimes. So 2019 comes, the book releases and I'm finally actually allowing myself to enjoy the process of this release. And then I'm touring, we're doing signings and eight months, I would say six to eight months into the release, COVID happens. And I don't get to finish what I believe I started. And Mm. I think that I've been on this journey, if you will, that was 2019, we're moving into 2022, where I'm through a lot of therapy, honestly, not just for the book, by the way, that would be weird. But that has definitely been a part of it. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, so there, I'm going to be really honest again, there has been a lot of disappointment attached to the fact that I didn't get to finish what I thought God started, right? 
And again, with our human minds, our human brains, our human hearts, we only have little understanding of what that actually really means. So yeah, I've been in this space of essentially being really afraid to set vision, which is something that is huge for me because that is what I do. I'm a faith girl. I can see things, I can feel things, I can believe for things. And I mean, I can't help but think about, you know, the scripture that we use so often, which is what the enemy meant for bad, God will turn it to good. And I wholeheartedly believe that this is one of those situations where the enemy has wanted me to believe something, that something being that God was done, right? But God being who he is, is turning it, I-N-G, actively turning it into good. And yeah. so we have this vision for what this book is going to do, what it represents, the message. And when I say we, I really mean me and my heart, me and my heart. And things that I thought would happen. And I put myself out there, if you will. And then it gets shut down. So I have this opportunity to either allow that, the vision that I set, I have this opportunity to either allow that to stop me and to stop God's purpose in me, or I have an opportunity to learn something from that and really pan out and look at the big picture. And so all that to say, I think for me, where I am today in this moment is I know and I am reminded that it was about my yes. It had nothing to do yeah. with a lot of the particulars that I thought it had something to do with. It had nothing to do with a lot of the fun things that are attached to writing a book, book releases and launches and all those things. Those things are great and they're fun. Yeah. But I also understand and I know and I, I'm experiencing the ripple effects of, you know, and I know that they will continue of this book, you know, the lives changed, one being mine, honestly, how it continues to challenge me and to form me and to draw me closer to, to God. So, yeah, I think there, there could be an opportunity for a lot of disappointment there and a lot of hurt and a lot of fear, honestly, to keep me from stepping out again and again and again into what God has called me to. But I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit who is allowing me and allows me to hear his voice and to lean in and to continue pressing forward, even though the vision that was set or the goal that was set, if you will, wasn't necessarily achieved. But what I see is there's such a, there's something bigger in all of it. So, yeah. And what I would encourage anyone who I was talking to, to ask, and what I think might be really helpful for some of our women to ask, if you're like, Hey, before I even start, I'm worried about failure or, I think maybe some of my, I think some women listening may really resonate. First of all, thank you for being so generous for sharing with that with us. Like you're so brave and you're so kind. <laughs> a lot of women may relate to 2022 for me is going to be trying again or going back to something that I dropped at the beginning of 2020 or going back to something God gave me at the, at the beginning of 2019 or 2018 or 2015, 2022, I mean, 2002, <laughs> I think a really helpful question that we often ask in coaching is, and I won't make you answer this <laughs> on air because that would be too vulnerable, but what do you risk missing out on if you don't press in here? For sure. And then the 
really beautiful follow-up to that is what do other people miss out on if you don't press in here, you know? Well, listen, I feel like we can pause episode one there and y'all just know we have more in that free PDF for you. And we're going to keep talking about this. We have, we have two more episodes before the year ends. Well, we, we have a little bit of fresh vision and we're asking God for even more for this podcast in 2022 ourselves. But I just want to say thanks for being so vulnerable. Thank you as well. Yeah. Are you thanking me? You're saying thanks to me for being vulnerable. I'm saying thanks to you, but I'm also, I'm not, I'm not, not saying it to me too. (laughs) (laughs) It would like to thank me for being vulnerable too. (laughs) We love you gals. Let's keep talking. I can't wait to keep this conversation going. Friends, thank you so much for joining us today. We are grateful that you were able to listen in. If you love this episode, would you do us a favor and leave a review so other friends can find this episode? We pray it encouraged you and left you feeling equipped to run on mission right where you're at. We're super grateful for you and we will see you next week.